Hello there, and welcome to episode 32 of Musical Connections. Zach Snow is my name, and this is the Musical Connections podcast. And coming up this week on Next to Connect, we're going to be talking with singer-songwriter Selena Boland. And we are going to be talking about her brand new album, All These Hours. We're also going to look over her career, growing up in a musical family, of course, being the daughter of the late Laverne Squires. We talked to her all about that plus some of the albums that she's worked on, the places that she's been, and the people that she's performed with. We're going to get to that right after this week's newfound releases, and again, another jam-packed newfound releases this week. So uh, thank you to all the artists who send me music each and every single week that we put this together. And uh, this is actually an error on my part. Adam Staple is our first newfound release, and he released this song the week before uh, his album dropped. So uh, my apologies there for not featuring it that week, but we can feature it this week, and uh, it's a great record, so uh, go get it if you haven't got it yet. It'll be coming out on vinyl August the 12th. So right now, here's his take on a Blondie tune. To kick off newfound releases, this is Rapture.
great tune there from Adam Staple, his cover of Blondie's Rapture. And we now go to two legends in their own right, Anita Best and Pamela Morgan. And on a note of Pamela Morgan, she will be my guest on Next to Connect coming up at the start of August. August 1st is when that interview will drop, and what an honor it was to interview one of Newfoundland and Labrador's greats. Well, right now, let's get to one of their brand new tunes that they released. They put out five, uh, of course, on Pamela's website, PamelaMorgan.ca. Here's Dreams of Nancy on the newfound releases portion of Musical Connections. Oh, the dreams of lovely Nancy divide in three parts where young men and maidens go seek their sweethearts Isn't drinking strong liquor causes my heart to and the noise in yonder valley Where the rocks they do shake A sailor and his true love Were walking along Said the sailor to his true love I'll sing you a song She lies anchored far out on the There is one. 
by the touch of my hand. Now the bright star of Aaron, most glorious to shine, with her hair hung over her shoulder, a rich darkish brown. I delight in her company more than gold I declare, and although she does slight me, she's the one I love dear. That is Anita Best and Pamela Morgan with Dreams of Nancy. And now we go to probably the most hyped up release this past week. It comes from Tanzanian-born but St. John's residing artist Baraka. And Baraka, of course, is one of the many pet projects at Hurricane Music, fronted by Matt Dines and David Shears. And right now, here's one of Baraka's brand new tunes from his new EP voicemail. This is Longest Night of My Life right here on Newfound Releases. Feeling present in the past I'm a silhouette, I don't know ya I'm walking over broken glass Crying over photographs Broken friends, broken dreams Cause every day without you Is the longest night of my life Sorry that I hurt you Girl, I know that I shouldn't have lied And I know you tried
that is Baraka with Longest Night of My Life. And we now go to hip-hop artist Capo YQX. He's, has, he's got West Side Ties, and here's that tune for you now on Newfound Releases. Grah. Grah. Blue. Uh, shit. Well, this fucking shit. Here we go again, man. Fuck, man. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. What? I got West Side ties. Let's go. Run up and let that be slide. I got West Side ties, bitch. Motherfuckers ride a ties. I got West Side ties, bitch. Pussy bitches try to hide. I got West Side ties, bitch. Pull up on with the fire. I got West Side ties, bitch. Run up and let that be slide. I know them bitches walk with dirty sticks Bitch. I'm from the shed, yeah you know the rest, the rest. All of these pussies, yeah they just be spread, yeah, spread. I do not give a fuck now what they said nah. She talking shit before she give me head yeah, yeah, Throwing yeah. it back before I go to bed yeah. Fuck that bitch so hard that yeah. she gon' be dead Yeah, you yeah. ex, fuck with me Bitch go get the fucking bag Gang up in the fucking streets They go got you in the dark Got your bitch between the sheets She don't wanna nah. fucking sleep yeah. Capo yeah. on the fucking yeah. The capo kind of run the scene I be smoking on that bull while that bitch give me brain Never give a fuck now what a pussy bitch say nah. Wacky wax on my chest, motherfucker, it's insane Got that rattle in my cup, popping pillars every day Kawasaki on the back, that's the only fucking way yeah. Graffiti on the track, still yeah. with it this day Yeah, you yeah. ask about me, yeah. they gon' tell that shit I got yeah. West Side ties, bitch Run up and let that bitch slash I got West Side ties, bitch Motherfuckers ride a die I got West Side ties, bitch Pussy bitches tryna hide I got West Side ties, bitch Pull up on them with the fire Run up and let me slide. What? I got West Side ties. The bitch. Yeah. Motherfuckers about to die. The bitch. I got West Side ties. Yeah. Pussy bitches trying to hide. Yeah. I got West yeah. Side ties. Yeah. Pull up on yeah. them with the fire. Yeah. I got West yeah. Side ties, bitch. Run up and let that bitch slide. Yeah. I got West Side ties, bitch. Motherfuckers trying to die. I got West Side ties, bitch. Pussy bitches trying to hide. I got West Side ties, bitch. Pull up on them with the fire. That is Capo YQX with West Side Ties. Now we go to Control Plus V. Now, um, if you're wondering what that is, that is Paste. So uh, he goes by the name Paste, but if you see one of his songs on Apple or Spotify, it goes under Control Plus V. But uh, this guy was a pretty good discovery that I found uh, this past week. Of course, he's from Gander, Newfoundland, and uh, he has kind of like an electronic rock sound, which I think is really killer. Right now, here's his new tune. This is Curtain on Newfound Releases. 
on newfound releases we now go to dicky who uh, is releasing the last single off his upcoming debut goodbye nobody this is say bye bye on newfound releases Target. Oh, the 
for you with Say Bye Bye. We now go to Lorna Lovell. She released her new EP, Song Seeds, and uh, it was a great album. And the first track you'll hear on that record is this one. This is Princess to a Queen, right here on Newfound Releases. He took me out as soon as my feet could touch the floor. Daddy taught me how to drive on the burnt hill dirt road A little green Chevette that got us from A to B Daddy said you can do it, so I believed Whenever Never 
little Laura Lovell for you with Princess to a Queen. We now go to Alberta residing but Newfoundland born and bred Michela. Here's her new tune. This is brand new love song on Newfound Releases. I don't know what it is, but I think I like it. I don't know what to say, but ever since the day you walked into my life, some part of me knew I was never gonna be the same. But I still want to try it I don't know what to feel And I can't figure out if it's real or make-believe It's like someone shot an arrow through my heart And you're to blame My body starts to move Cause I feel the rhythm I think it's time to strike a chord I'm singing a brand new love song but I'm still gonna try to sing a brand new love song I got my hands in the air and I'm singing it with all my might And I don't know why I don't know where to go I'm looking for a direction I don't know how to get there But I found a place on the map and it happens to be here Everything I do and every road I choose leads to you I don't know what it is, but I think I might need it I don't know what to say, I'm running out of words and I'm trying to catch my breath But I can't figure out what it is that's making it hard to breathe My body starts to move I feel the rhythm I think it's time to strike a chord I'm singing a brand new love song I don't know the melody But I'm still gonna try to sing a brand new love song Got my hands in the air and I'm singing it with all my might And I don't know why Can somebody tell me why I'm singing a brand new love song song on newfound releases and now we go to the bicycle song from the swinging bells and the swinging bells continue to reveal tracks from their upcoming album welcome to the flea circus here's the bicycle song for you now on newfound releases i want to ride 
is the swinging bells for you on newfound releases with the bicycle song and we wrap up with a very talented singer songwriter originally from ontario but residing in st john's we wrap up with valmy and she's going to be playing at the 47th annual newfoundland and labrador folk festival this weekend visit nlfolk.com for a full schedule of performers and here's her brand new tune it's paper intentions on newfound releases of thoughts are tiny treasures revealing of a heart whose messy searching one soothed by seas finding answers in distant memories what could I put away that wouldn't come back to shake me Another intention frayed while I danced around what it takes, what remains. Little stories of past and what could be. Disappointments made scribbles on blank sheets. Moments begging make sense of me. 
Another great newfound releases wrapped up for another week. Of course, if you want to send me your music for newfound releases, make sure it covers that week. And uh, you can include a bio, a Waver MP3 file, and a few press photos for socials. Make sure to send them off to musicalconnectionsnl at gmail.com, and I will feature your music on newfound releases. Well, coming up now on Next to Connect, we're talking with singer-songwriter Selena Boland. We talked to her all about her brand new album, All These Hours, plus her career in a nutshell, from uh, growing up in a musical family, of course, being the daughter of the late Laverne Squires, what it was like working with her mom, plus all the albums she's put out, and some of the great places and people she has performed with. We'll cover all that right now on Next to Connect with singer-songwriter Selena Boland. Alrighty, welcome back to Musical Connections. Zach Snow here with you once again, and joining me right now is a veteran singer-songwriter who grew up in a musical family and is also one of the daughters of the late Laverne Squires. But she's also made her name through uh, great albums that she's released over her career, with the most recent one coming out just about a few weeks ago, All These Hours, and uh, featuring songs like The Way It Goes and Falling Through. She is set to go on a tour now to promote this album across Europe, and she is set to tour across the province with this album, and also receiving many Music Nell Award nominations throughout her career and opening for the likes of Shannon and The Once. She is one of Newfoundland and Labrador's most underappreciated and underrated singer-songwriters. So joining me right now on the line to talk about her brand new album and a whole lot more, the one and the only Selena Boland. Selena, welcome to Musical Connections. Hey, thanks for having me. And uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on. Now, um, I believe we talked about this uh, a couple of times over the past couple of months of wanting to get you on. Because I remember I asked you when you were working on new music. And I believe that was March. And uh, now, a couple of months later, your fifth studio album, All These Hours, came out. And uh, for the record, it is a wonderful album. And uh, it was great to feature it on the podcast. I'm I'm happy you like it. I honestly I love it. I it, I listen to it on repeat in my car. I mean, like, uh, and especially now, like, uh, you probably have to like put in USB or use Bluetooth or something to listen to uh, your music uh, on a radio uh, compared to all the CD players that, like, you know, most modern cars don't even have. Well, thankfully, I drive a 2008 Hyundai Accent, so I have a CD player. <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful. Um, I know. So uh, on the note of uh, new music, of course, you released all these hours back on uh, June the 2nd. So uh, aside from that, how are things in your world right now, Selena? Very fun. Very, very busy. Um, I just came off a little cross-island tour. I was in Bonavista, and then I was at uh, the Hue and Draw in Cornerbrook. 
And then I was in Woody Point at the Merchant. And then I played at the Dildo Boathouse Inn in Dildo. And, and I played at the brewery in Bonavista as well, the Port Rex and Brewery. And now I'm back and playing the St. John's Farmer's Market on Saturday. And then I leave next week for Europe, um, for Norway, Sweden, Germany, and then Montreal, and then possibly New York, and then back to Montreal, and then back to Newfoundland the end of August. <laughs> Man, <laughs> so pretty can't, busy. Can't stop, won't stop, right? Uh, there's no other way. Pretty much, I'd say. Um, so um, I want to go back to your early days in music because, of course, uh, I did see off the top you're one of the uh, daughters of the late Laverne Squires. Of course, many of her know her from her work with uh, Lukey's Boat. And uh, we'll talk yeah. a bit more about her uh, throughout this conversation here. But uh, I want to really focus on what got you into music in the first place and what was it like to grow up in a musical family? Oh, well, um, what got me into music in the first place was being surrounded by music, probably since I was in the womb. I would say I probably, you know, listened to more songs <laughs> in the womb than I did when I was actually born, if that makes any sense. Um, I think my mom listened to a lot of music. Um, I grew up in a really musical family. Yeah, I went to, you know, music festivals as a as a child to like the Newfoundland Folk Fest and very, very cool. Um, I was surrounded by music and yeah, I just, I started writing from a very early age. Um, I think I wrote my first song when I was four years oh, wow. old. Yeah. And so it's just been, um, yeah, very, very cool to grow up with music and to be influenced by music so heavily. That's wonderful. Now, um, your first taste of uh, musical success was uh, in 2008. You were taking part in the National Songwriting Competition, and two of your songs, Orphan and Hero, were part of the top 10 in the Newfoundland and Labrador section of the competition. So really having that first success right off the bat, and you told me that you uh, wrote your first song when you were four years old. Uh, what was that like for you to have like that success right off the bat? Wow, that was pretty encouraging. Um yeah, like I, those songs really just came to me. I, I remember like the process for writing Hero and also writing Orphan. Um, the way Orphan actually came about was that I was watching NTV one morning um, and 100 Huntley Street was on, as it does, it comes on in the mornings on NTV. And there was this guy, his name was David Bolt, and he was the head of um, a ministry called Urban, or sorry, called Bring Me Hope. And it was basically, um, he gave up his life uh, and everything that he had and just went to China and worked with this orphanage. And I was just so impressed by his story. I was so inspired. Um, he worked with these children at this orphanage and he told the story of this little girl, you know, who would constantly go to the window to look for her parents because uh, she thought they were coming back for her, but okay. they never came back. And so the cover of, of that, the album art for, um, for Orphan is that little girl at the window, that sketch from Bring Me Hope. And so whatever downloads I had from, from uh, Orphan, I was donating back to the Bring Me Hope Foundation uh, that helps children in, in China and this orphanage. It's just a beautiful story. It's so cool how it came about. Um, I picked up my guitar that like as soon as 100 Holy Street was over, I like just picked up my guitar and just wrote that song, went straight into the studio. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> um, so I was really happy with Orson and also very happy with Hero as well, which was also very inspired. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, your first real EP uh, came out in 2011, which uh, was Defined is Confined. And uh, that really was for like your first taste uh putting together like a full uh, 
full record. Now, um, the song that really uh, got a lot of attention was A Man Riding a Donkey, and that was selected for the iTunes Amazing Compilation, and that, that was a project aimed at raising funds for the Canadian Cancer Society. So uh, how'd you find out about that news at first? And uh, tell me a little bit more about uh, that song, uh, A Man Riding a Donkey. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, where do I begin? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that song in my sleep. I, I, I actually woke up in the middle of the night it was like three in the morning and I was writing the second and third verses of that song. It came to me. Um, that's the, the best way I can put it. Um, also deeply meaningful song. Um, a man riding a donkey. I did a music video for it out in the woods, um, in Portugal Cove with my band at the time. I was absolutely freezing because I was trying to stay in character. I, I couldn't put on a jacket because I was playing the part of a princess in the woods. So basically, I was like, okay, I just gonna have to do this. But it was so cold. The snow is real. You know, it was like January, just top of the year freezing. Oh, wow. And um, it was so fun doing that music video, actually. Really, really fun. Produced by Mike Evoy, um at the time. Really great. Uh, but yeah, the song, you know what? I actually just played that song at my show, I think it was last night, at the um, build a boathouse in and people really liked it. They asked me where they could go get it. Like, wow, that's like, it's still doing really well. And on top of that, my mother loved that song and she used to harmonize with me on it. Oh yeah. That, and that's wonderful. Now, um, on the note of that mm-hmm. uh, album "Define as confined, uh, what was it like to finally have an album of your own material out of uh, for the very first time? Uh, like at that point in your career? It was like a dream come true. All I had wanted was to be able to hold a physical CD in my hands with my songs on it and my lyrics. And it was, it was done. I mean, it was like such a big deal to do a CD for me at that point. And I was just like, wow, I can't believe it. I have like all these songs and yeah, it really just, it, it got the ball rolling for me. And, um, immediately I was like, yeah, I want to do another album. (laughs) So it just, it, it's, when you get the momentum going, you just kind of want to keep it up. You don't want to stop, you know? Yeah. And if you really stop for like a moment, like you really do fall behind. So it's really just makes sense to keep that foot on the gas pedal. Oh, totally. A hundred percent. Yeah. And on the note of another album, your second, uh, like your second full length album, uh, came out in uh, 2015, which was second chances. And that year was a pretty Mm -hmm. big year for you. So, um, uh, on the note of like people that you've opened up for, you've opened up for the likes of Sherman Downey, The Once, Shannon Nuck, and uh, one you 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 were you you took this album international as well, which included a, a stop in Orbro, Sweden. So uh, around that year of 2015, uh, what was that time like for you? Yeah, um, 2015 was awesome. I believe that was a year I played um, two different showcases at the ECMAs. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, and I was opening for. Yeah, Shani Ganuk, uh, the ones. Um, I'm just trying to remember where that was. Right, that was at the Briggest Blueberry Festival. Um, and I had just come from Calgary because I also went on tour that year. It was my first Canadian tour that I managed, booked, and produced. <laughs> like, I managed to, like, I managed that entire tour, booked everything. Um, I went out as far as Washington, actually. Like, so. I went out to BC and then I went to Washington and then back to BC and then back through Canada. Um, it was also open for fortunate ones that year as well, oh, if I'm not mistaken. 
yeah, yeah, it was a really cool year of opening for lots of people and just going across Canada. Now, Orbro, Sweden, that happened at the Live Heart Festival in 2018. And at that point, yes, I did take the 2015 album with me, but I, I was just about to release The Cold, which was in 2019. But the Orbro, Sweden stuff, that was awesome. Yeah, I've, I've been to Europe every year um, since 2016. That that's crazy. And uh, on the note of 2016, uh, you did suffer a huge loss in your family. Um, your mother, Laverne Squires, passed away. And um, so, just going through a, uh, I can't imagine what you're going through. And especially, I, I know you still grieve to this day. And uh, you really express that in your music. So, uh, on that note of that day, that uh, when when she did leave us, um, what what went through your mind that day? Uh, <laughs> I mean. The brain doesn't really process events right away. Um, there's a lot of things that happen before you can actually process that something has happened. So there's, you know, denial, there's shock, um, lots of different things. You're, you basically have to rewrite neural pathways in your brain because, you know, you have this mental map mm-hmm. of like, oh, this person is forever oh, that person is forever, I'm forever. And then when that suddenly, that little switch goes off, it's like, oh, wait, they're not forever. They're not here anymore. I I can't talk to them anymore. It's like, what? Like you're, you know, it takes a long time to actually come to terms with it. So I would say that, honestly, I I was in denial for a very long time. Um, It led to me writing The Way It Goes uh, in brackets for mom, which is number five on the album All These Hours, which I just released. Uh, I wrote that song very shortly after um, she passed away. But yeah, uh, there is there is no way to really describe losing a parent. It's incredibly difficult. <clears throat> when I'd ever heard that anybody lost a mother or father, I'd say, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, that's, that's awful. But now... If I hear that, I really feel it for them. Yeah. You know, it gives you newfound empathy because it's happened to you. And there's no there's no loss quite like it. You, you're never going to have that relationship again with anybody. Like, uh-huh. you know, my mother used to ask me, you know, what are you eating today for supper? It's like, what am I eating today for supper? Like, nobody cares what I'm eating today for supper. Nobody asked me today. Hey, Selena, what are you eating for supper today? But my mom used to ask me that every day. And so that's kind of like the special little quirks that at one, one point probably annoyed me, and now I miss. And that's just how it works, you know? Yeah, because it's always <laughs> the small things that you really miss the most, right? Oh, gosh, totally. You can't take things like that for granted, but it really was eye-opening and, and life-changing, and it definitely made me look at life completely differently, um, the fragility of life, you know, how transient everything is just everything's just so fleeting and you know we really need to focus on what's most important so yeah um, (laughs) big eye opener for sure now um we are we are going to talk about all these hours later but i want to go to to the way it goes for a moment because if i'm being completely honest out of the whole album that's one of my favorite tracks and it's this line Mm -hmm. that really did it for me loss has a disfigured face that has a crooked smile that will not wait for me to comprehend the truth of this piercing reality. And uh, this wasn't included in the radio edit of the song, which I featured on New Found Releases in the past. Um, but hearing this line uh, when I listened to the album in full, it really drew me because really it, that line felt kind of cathartic for you because uh, 
I would imagine you're still dealing with the grief to this day. So uh, tell me a little bit more about that song, The Way It Goes, and uh, how that really felt for you to finally, uh, you know, write that song and really get it out of your system. Yeah, um, I'm really I'm glad that you like that. I, I It's also one of my favorite lyrics on the album as well. Um, Loss has a disfigured face with a crooked smile that will not wait for me to comprehend the truth of this piercing reality. Oh, what I wouldn't do to have you come back home. So yeah, that's the first verse was cut out of the radio edit because they wanted in order for it to be, you know, pitched to commercial radio, I was asked to do a radio edit so that it would start right away. So we chopped off the first verse and put out the second verse right away. But, uh, yeah. Which is unfortunate because actually the first verse is the line, you know, those are the lines I like the most, but it felt fantastic to write that song and to finally get it out there. Um, it took me a while to actually perform it because it was very hard for me. Yeah. Um, grief has no timeline. Uh, you know, there's no, there's no rule on how long you're going to feel sad that somebody is no longer there. And so, uh, I do play this song, not overly frequently, but I do perform it and um, at live shows and I definitely can tell that people appreciate it because it's a song about grief and loss, but it's also a song about hope. Um, in the bridge, I say, uh, you taught me to believe that we'd see each other again. Yes, you taught me to believe and that's the way it goes. And so there's a lot of hope in that song because my mother did teach me that we would see each other again. Mm -hmm. So I like that, you know. So the song does have hope in it, which is very important. <laughs> For sure. And um, the following year of 2017, uh, the the tribute album uh, for uh, your mother was uh, came out. And it was songs that were done in 1969. And I don't think were ever put out until that moment. Uh, so what did that mean to mm -hmm. you and your family? And um, what was uh, behind uh, the decision to put out some songs uh, that really weren't really released up until that point? I would say it was Sandy Morris who actually spurred us on to that idea. I mean, he kind of got the ball rolling and um, yeah, pretty incredible. It's live off the floor from the library at Memorial university in 1969. So uh, both of my sisters, my two older sisters and I uh, threw off a little release party at the ship pub um, about a year after she'd passed away. I believe it was in March of 2017 and um, we, all three of us actually performed at the ship. Um, did I did A Man Riding a Donkey with Christian Johansson on lead guitar. And uh, because that was my mother's favorite song. And we sold out of those CDs pretty much instantaneously. We had to get more manufactured. Um, it was crazy. <laughs> they were like selling off the shelves. Yeah, there's only a few left actually at Fred's Records right now. Um, I have two left. And I'll sell them at, you know, my next live show. But it was so cool to get those out. Beautiful old folk songs, um, Newfoundland folk songs that my mother sang in 1969. Yeah, which is crazy. And really music here in the province was really just still trying to find its feet of like, you know, trying to find like a definitive sound of what Newfoundland and Labrador music could be. And really she was like um, one of the uh, revolutionaries for uh, Newfoundland and Labrador music when it comes to female um, performers. Of course, we all think about Joan Morrissey as like Newfoundland's first lady of song, but we really got to give credit uh, where credit is due to uh, Laverne Squires. Now, um, of course, uh, what will her lasting legacy be when it comes to uh, the music of this province? So what do you think uh, her lasting legacy will be? And especially, you know, being her daughter, um, what, do you, what will you remember most about uh, Laverne Squires? 
so her lasting legacy would definitely be her voice, her haunting vocals and, and her presence, her musical presence um, on this island and bringing folk music and rocking it up with Lucy's boat. Cause that's really what they were doing. They were, they were presenting almost a new genre of Newfoundland folk rock. And uh, that would be the legacy. Like, and for me, I mean, obviously of course I remember her beautiful haunting singing voice, but for me, she really introduced me to faith. Um, she used to read the big, huge old King James version of the Bible to me as a child. <laughs> and I used to love it. Um, oh, wow. And she used to pray, pray over her meals and, yeah, my mother really introduced us um, to faith in God. And honestly, that's the best gift she ever could have given me. I don't think I would be where I am or who I am today without that. So that would be the legacy she left for me. That's wonderful. And uh, it's great to see that, you know, um, you really are carrying yourself very well. And um, I, I really can't imagine what you go through day to day dealing with, you know, the loss of someone that you really held close to you for many, many years. So uh uh, yeah. commend you for that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, like we're all going to have to go through it at some point. I mean, the longer you live, the more people <laughs> around you are going to die. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Sounds so morbid, but, um, it's true though. Um, especially if you're the youngest in the family. Um, <laughs> I think there's some, old, there's some idiom out there, English idiom, or some old saying about, the the youngest person in the family and how they have to go through everybody else dying first. <laughs> oh my God. It's really morbid, but it's so funny. It's just so funny. I listen. It's life. It's um. <laughs> that's what it is. And you only got to live once, right? Yeah. Well, depends. <laughs> depends <laughs> on who you are. For sure. Now, um, going back to uh, your music here, and uh, you really have developed a nice sound uh, when it came to, uh, you know, the music that you put out at the time. 2019, you dedicated uh, the album uh, The Cold to your uh, late mother, Laverne Squires, and uh, the the album was uh, recorded in the month of December during snowstorms, snow squalls, and sideways snow showers that only Newfoundland natives could possibly understand, as you describe here on your band camp here. And uh, the album uh, was described to you as, like, writing in my journal. And uh, so tell me a little bit more about uh, the process of writing, uh, you know, uh, the Cold album. Yeah, the process of that. Oh, my gosh. I recorded and produced that album by myself. Um, I recorded it in my bedroom with all my recording gear. And my bedroom's pretty cold. Uh, it's like an old Victorian house downtown. Insulation's not too great. Very drafty. So I would literally just get up from my warm bed and just jump up on the studio, lay down a bunch of vocal tracks and then get back in the bed, warm up again, then get back up, lay down guitar tracks. It was truly cold. Oh my so God. it was, it was very, yeah, it was very fitting to call it the cold. Um, I've since had my windows replaced, which has helped a lot with the heat in that apartment. But anyways, I digress. The point is, is that the, the cold writing process was definitely very cold. And yeah, I dedicated, <laughs> I dedicated that album to, you know, my mom, uh, because she really liked the song, The Cold. I had written it, this, I wrote The Cold in 2015, actually. And my mother loved that song. And so does my aunt. Um, who's my mom's uh, sister, she always requests it. She was at my CD release party at the ship and she requested the cold. So I was like, sure. And I, I, a lot of people like that song. It's um, 
so yeah, it's the title track. So the name of the album is The Cold, which is named after the song The Cold, which a lot of people seem to really like. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll play it a lot more in the future for sure. Oh, 100%. And um, one thing that you did uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic when, you know, shows uh, weren't really happening at the time, uh, it really forced a lot of people to get creative. And you went in a whole new direction. You uh, you uh, you went under the moniker Chalk. And um, so that was another – so it's more of like an electronic kind of sound that you went under uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic. So tell me a little bit more about, you know, the Chalk moniker and why you decided to go to a more electronic sound. Yeah. So – I actually started um, my solo electronic project, which is a looping kind of a sound. I loop on an, an RC, uh, Boss RC300 loop station with a vo- voice live play and then a uh, an old keyboard. I now have an analog synth, a Korg analog synth. Very, very nice. But I've always used like a toy keyboard and just um, did experimental sounds ever since 2012 when oh, wow. I was living in Calgary. Yeah. I lived in Calgary for a couple of years and I, um, I picked it up there and, um, I decided in 2020, like, Hey, uh, we need to get this recorded. So my producer, Christian Johansson, who's produced every album I have, he was like, we're putting this out there. He's like, you need to get these songs out there. And I was like, yeah, I agree. And, um, so chalk is what I call myself when I play, uh, solo electronic gigs with this loop station and my keyboard and I, I chose that name because uh, the first song I ever wrote, one of the first songs I ever wrote, so after the age of four, I wrote another song when I was eight. It's called um, I Am a Chalk Rock. And so that's number one on that album. And I just decided to name myself after that. So call myself Chalk because it's playful, it's creative, and Chalk is all about me taking uh, poetry I've written since. I was a child and putting it into music. I actually love chalk so much. I love playing as chalk. I used to have chalk parties. I used to have people over and just like <laughs> just play chalk songs for them. Uh, the setup is incredibly uh, complicated. It takes a long time to set up. So I don't do a whole lot of live shows anymore, but I used to do quite a few when I was in Calgary because there's more of um, an audience for that out there. A, a lot of people really want to hear that kind of music. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you should definitely yep. do some more shows here uh, if the opportunity uh, come comes up again. I definitely should. Um, I need to get back into it. I, I def- after this, um, this tour, part two, and this album release and everything, uh, after all this, I think I probably will get back into playing as Chalk because I have more Chalk songs and another Chalk album that needs to be released. Um, awesome. I've written many, many songs. Yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty stoked about Chalk, actually. I'm <laughs> very excited. I, yeah. And we will definitely feature them on the podcast and for the newfound releases segment of the show when they do become available and when you do get to it. So uh, let me know when you get it done Thank and you. we will feature it. Listen, even if you want to play the, the stuff I released in 2021, you feel free. I love Palaces on the Sand and I love uh, Planet Alone. Those two songs, they're I love them. Yeah, awesome. Now, um, let's actually go back to um, what we talked about earlier, uh, of course, with The Way It Goes, and that's on your brand new album, All These Hours. 
And um, the album cover was is really, uh, really interesting because you were wearing your mother's pearls uh, when you were writing down uh, your lyrics and you, you were part of that photo shoot for the album cover. And I think it's a, once again, I said this off the top, it's a really great album and a great folk pop and uh, some great songs in, in general. Now, uh, one of the songs you're going to be um, putting a music video out for, which uh, by the time this, this would air, would have already been out, it's uh, a song that you worked on with Gina Burgess called Falling Through. So tell me a little bit about um, that song and uh, the video. So that song, deeply meaningful to me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Falling Through featuring Gina Burgess on violin, produced by Christian Johansson. Um, beautiful song. I actually, uh, so I went to uh, Sergei Kutaitsev. He um, was born in Calgary and he was here um, in Newfoundland, you know, doing some drone shots basically with, uh, he, he does a lot of really, really fantastic videos that he uploads, um, online. And so, yeah, we worked together and, uh, he went ahead and made this music video for falling through. Um, and it was exactly what I had in mind. Like everything I visualized that I wanted for this music video, he managed to capture it all in that video. So, I'm very, very excited. Very excited about that video. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that is wonderful. He did a fantastic job. That is wonderful to hear. Now, um, I'm going to put you on the spot here for a second, Selena, um, because, of course, uh, All These Hours is a tremendous album. Um, I, of course, I said my favorite song is The Way It Goes, just for, you know, the raw and cathartic uh, energy that you put into it. But um, what's your favorite song on your new record? My favorite song is Nothing But Something and All These Hours. <laughs> so two favorites <laughs> so uh why uh those two in particular uh so nothing but something i really like the way that christian johansson produced it um he put really beautiful uh sparse keyboards in the beginning of that song and i really like the guitar picking on that song that i do it's one of my favorite songs to play on guitar and I love the lyrics. It, it's actually a poem that I wrote when I was sitting at a jazz club in uh, 2016. And um, it just all came to me. I asked the server for a napkin and I wrote out that entire song on a napkin. And then I went straight home that night. I just wrote it on the guitar and it's a very philosophical song. Um, it's kind of about somebody who just continues to chase something, but can never find satisfaction because they always want the next best mm -hmm. thing. And then once they get that, once they acquire that thing, they just need to keep going for the next best thing after that. So yeah, the song is deeply meaningful. Um, nothing but something. And then all these hours, same thing, uh, deeply meaningful, love the chords, love the way it was produced. Uh, really like the lyrics. That song is actually um, kind of a little bit about my mother as well. Uh, it's it's also about loss and um, just, you know, tell me it's a season. Tell me things will change. Uh, I can't remember the lyrics right now, but <laughs> it's just crazy. But tell me it's a season. Tell me things will change. Light will turn. Dark will turn to light. White will turn to green. So light, uh, dark will turn to light, obviously just wanting things to be better and then um white will turn to green is actually physically that the snow will turn into the winter will turn into the summer um so yeah i just really like that song <laughs> yeah and that is a really great way to describe things because you know you like winter and um you know like the darkness is really a way to describe you know like bad times and you know 
not knowing when the light is going to be uh, right there at the end of that tunnel. And then when it does come uh, and um, really show itself to the world, um, it then changes to summer and then, you know, the sun comes out. And then really, the pain may not be gone, but at least, like, all the bad times are gone and you can focus on the future. You know what, I'm, you know what I mean? Oh, completely. And, like, the cold, you know, it just, the snow will just melt away. It's just like, tell me it's a season. Tell me that at some point this is going to end. You know, tell me at some point that this darkness and this, this cold, just bone chilling, you know, feeling is going to end. So it's, it's definitely a metaphorical way of just saying, like, tell me that this is just a season and that things are going to change. So that's what all these hours is about. Oh, absolutely. Now, um, I want to change things for a second because uh, I want to get to know a bit more about you personally. So what are some things that we don't know about you that we uh, you like to share with us? Hmm. I like video games. <laughs> like I'm really into retro video games. My favorite video game is um, Adventure Island 2. It's uh, yeah, I really also like Dr. Mario and Tetris. I have yet to meet my match. Um, also, <laughs> I have a really cool um, video online on YouTube um, on this guy. His name is BatPixel. And he uploaded a full review of all of my retro video games. I also have retro handheld games that I collect. And he did a complete review of it on his BatPixel channel. Um, his name is Adam Cole. And, yeah, he just did that on YouTube. And so that only went up recently. Um, that's definitely a side of me people don't know about, my video gaming side. <laughs> and yeah. comic books. I love comic books. Look, and especially, you know, people like us, like millennials and um, zennials and Gen Z uh, growing up in the age of video games. <laughs> I, I mean, I play video games myself to help me relax, too. Like, I... Uh, I've been going through uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom recently, and uh, that's a game I think if you're into modern games, get that, but you need to go through Breath of the Wild first before you get to Tears of the Kingdom. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, that's super cool. I did not know that you were interested in that either, so that's super cool. Yeah, for sure, and um, it really just helps me relax with just, like, the amount of work that I do for the scene here and really not get in my bag, but um, I digress, too. Oh, no. <laughs> I love it. Now, um, aside from that, what's next for you? Uh, after Norway, Sweden, Germany, Montreal, New York, back to Newfoundland, um, and then shows here in August, at the end of August, I think I'm playing... Uh, Summer Festival, um, Summer Concert Series. I'm playing the Easter Seals concert. Yeah, August 18th, I believe it's outside. Hopefully it'll be outside in the sun um, on Mount Sile Road. That's my next show. So that's what's next in my mind. (laughs) I'm just thinking about when I'm returning here and what my next show is. But um, after all that, honestly, I'll just get started on my next album. And I'll also get started on another chalk album. That's wonderful. Now, um, for people who want to find out more about what you got coming up uh, with uh, just your, your solo stuff, your chalk stuff, yep. and where you're going to be playing next, uh, where can they go? Uh, yeah, so I update my Facebook page regularly, um, facebook.com slash Selena Boland Music. I update that all the time. That's the one that's you know my go-to. Obviously, my website also has anything general in general what I'm doing, selenabolandmusic.com. I also update my Instagram story like every few minutes. <laughs> so that's at Selena meows. Another thing about me is that I, I love cats. So I try to, I try to put cats in my, um, 
in my names online. Oh, wow. So, yeah, but I know, I know. I'm a major cat lover. That's another thing that people might not know about me. <laughs> <laughs> but that isn't, that's great to hear. And also, like, of course, your social, selenabolamusic.com as well. Uh, yeah, uh, facebook.com slash selenabolamusic. Um, I think that's what it is. Yeah. And Instagram, I mean, that used to be a private personal Instagram, but I made it public. So I'm just like, you know what? I think I just, it's going to end up being my music Instagram. <laughs> and then, of course, um, if, you know, anybody wants to buy the music, I would prefer Bandcamp because musicians actually get a greater percentage of the sale if you go to Bandcamp. But um, obviously, anywhere is appreciated. Spotify, iTunes, Apple, anywhere music is sold. And um, for anyone out there that uh, doesn't buy physical copies anymore, please do because it's more money in their pockets. Yeah, Fred's Records. Go down to Fred's Records on uh, Tucker Street and uh, the Battery Cafe as well. Well, Selena, it was a pleasure to get to know you a little bit more and go over your career as a whole and um, really get to know uh, just about the legacy of Laverne Squires and really just, you know, the legacy that you're building as well as a, as a solo artist, especially with... Uh, your uh, your five albums that you put out, and also your chalk stuff, and I cannot wait to uh, play more of your music on the podcast and any other shows that I do. So, uh, and uh, best of luck on this tour coming up uh, over the summer, and I will definitely be seeing you um, when you come back here in August. So, uh, Selena Boland, thank you so much for joining me on Musical Connections. You have a wonderful day, and uh, congratulations again on the release of all these hours. Thank you so much for talking to me today. I really appreciate it. Always great to catch up with Selena Boland. You can get her brand new album wherever you get your music. And right now, here is the lead single, the full version of The Way It Goes, right here on the Musical Connections podcast. Lois has a disfigured face with a crooked smile that will not wait for me to comprehend the truth of this piercing reality oh what i wouldn't do to have you come back home but that's the way it goes And I suppose your light was on and now it's off. That's the way it goes. And now I know your eyes were open and now they're closed.
jam-packed podcast is over with thank you for listening to episode 32 of musical connections and a big thank you to selena boland for being my guest this week of course if you want to be a guest or have any new music for newfound releases musical connections nl at gmail.com is where you can send all of that too and i'm just going to tell you the next couple of musical connections interviews because it is a pretty loaded month ahead and a pretty loaded couple of weeks ahead coming up next week we're going to be speaking to mallory johnson about her album surprise party plus what she's been up to over the course of the past year or so plus some of the dates she's got booked this summer for shows we are then going to be talking to up-and-coming singer-songwriter peter vance about his brand new country direction that episode will drop july 18th and we'll be talking about mile 25 what inspired him to become a singer-songwriter and the move to country music And wrapping up the month of July will be singer-songwriter Kelly McMichael. We talked to her all about her brand new song, Tour From Hell, the upcoming album that's going to be preceding that single, her Polaris shortlisted album, Waves, and a whole lot more. And coming up on August 1st, which will kick off that month, we're going to be talking to legendary performer Pamela Morgan. And um, what a great interview that was. I cannot wait for you to hear that one. And of course... New Musical Connections episodes drop every Tuesday at 12 noon, Newfoundland Standard Time, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much again for connecting this week. I've been your host, Zach Snow. Stay safe and please be kind to one another. And until next time, safe home. Oh, 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 o